Hello everybody, very good evening, welcome along. It's Monday night, it's a little bit after 9 o'clock and welcome along to this week's episode of Tea and Tops or as we may have to shortly subtitle this, Strikeouts and Seltzers. Uh, hot seltzer news coming just shortly. First of all, I'm joined as ever by Jason. How are we doing tonight, Jason? Good, we have hot seltzer news, kept hot off the presses, best stuff we've ever had, maybe. maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, no, things are good. Seems like it was a slow news week out there, not a whole lot to report. But I guarantee you the show will still be very interesting. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, very interesting. <laughs> we always find, <laughs> well, well, we certainly always find a way to make it, uh, to get through an hour, that's for sure. So yeah, let's start with the, let's start with the big news of the week. Uh, following on from the, the visit of uh, Josh Trout to our humble little podcast, uh, and we opened up with questions about orange creamsicle Coors hard seltzers this week. Thanks to our good friend Simon, shout out to Simon, uh, managed to import for us. It's the orange cream circle seltzers. Yeah. Coors <laughs> seltzer orange cream pop. There we go. Is there. So I haven't tried it. You've already been trying yours. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm about halfway down mine. So <laughs> That's yeah. three hours into it. So That's three hours, yeah, yeah, like an hour in, yeah. So cheers. <laughs> I'm in. I like it. It's good. I like it. It it, it, uh, it tastes like it's supposed to taste. I'll give it that. So, I, I, yeah. It does. It tastes like orange cream, but let's not say orange cream too much on the podcast. I to put the explicit tag on. Uh, you've been hanging out with Oopa Loopas too much. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so yeah. So shout out to Josh for uh, for getting us on the the orange cream pop uh, Coors Seltzer bandwagon. You know, this, this podcast has turned into Inception. We're going back like four. I think more than that, like six weeks or so to, to make references. Uh, shout out to Josh. I did tell him we got some, and he's offered to send us more if we want it. So oh, uh, there, could be, there could be more seltzer news coming more up. Sel- we are going to have to start up a second. We are going to have to start up a second podcast. Oh, yes, there you go. Strikeouts and seltzers, man. It took me Strike ages it. to come up with that. Give it some love. I love it. I'm, I'm in for strikeouts and seltzers there. It'll be a very limited podcast. Oh, like I said, Paul used to have his beer cast one. We can yeah, have a seltzer one. Yeah, yeah. You can do podcasts with everything these days. I don't, I, I don't think a hard seltzer related podcast would. Uh, that's not a ter- it's not a terrible idea. I, I no, think I think there'd be legs in it. I think we're more of a, this is a TikTok idea. I think like, reviews only take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We wouldn't really need to round up the industry news for uh, for a hard seltzer, would we? I mean, there was that what, White Claw Paul who <laughs> drinks his White Claw. And oh, that's swears. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's funny. Do you know what? When I was looking for music to put on the the Facebook story that I put up before the start of the show tonight, yeah, I like searched White Claw, and there's so many like White Claw references and songs and stuff. Now it's kind of funny. Oh. Well, is there any rap videos with, with White Claw? Oh, more probably. Okay. <laughs> They've moved on from Crystal Man. It's all about the White Claw now. <laughs> Oh, anyway, yes, uh, back yeah. to back to our regularly scheduled programming. And <laughs> yeah, good evening and welcome to this week's episode of Tea and Tops, not Strikeouts and Seltzers, although that may be coming soon. Who knows? Um, so yeah, as Jason's alluded to, uh, not frightfully much going on. Uh, we were of course graced by um, Tops Living Set artist Josh um, Jared Kelly, Kelly last week. Jared Kelly yeah, listens to the show. The brain, he's, yeah. gonna, he's gonna go get his redneck neighbors and kill you now. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jared, you're not allowed to send us anything that your neighbors make. Uh, <laughs> it was very nice of Josh to offer to send us some more seltzer, but yeah, you don't have to reciprocate, Jared. It's okay. I don't want any of us going to federal prison. Uh, so. <laughs> 
I don't know, man. There could be some, you know, some moonshine we're missing out on. There could be, knows. yeah, yeah. That moonshine, that that crystal moonshine. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll 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 cover the usual uh, the usual topics tonight. A little bit of news, and um, we have some new releases uh, that have come out in the last couple of weeks since we lasted our, our regular show. Um, we're going to touch a little bit on NFTs because we've got uh, some. NFTs being released this week from Tops. Um, Jason will cover us off, of course, on Project 70, and then we'll probably end with a little bit of bunt and then whatever nonsense we can come up with. So if you are watching along tonight, uh, we're live as always on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash T and Tops. We're also live on Facebook and on YouTube, and we're sharing to the Shutout Sports Card uh, Facebook page tonight as well. So wherever you're watching, come and say hello. Uh, like I said, we're going to see the comments and stuff as we go through the night. If you've got any questions or comments about stuff that's happened in the the trading card sphere in the last couple of weeks uh stick them in and we'll we'll riff on them for a little bit that may help us get through the hour if i'm perfectly honest tonight um so yeah new releases so since the since we lasted a regular show a couple of weeks ago um we have had tops pro debut came out uh, i think the week of the show last time uh, tops chrome had just come out it came out the previous friday uh, and now we've had Tops Pro debut, so two releases which focus on the kind of same design. They have that flagship design, Tops Chrome, obviously very nice and shiny, shiny, but more expensive. Uh, and Tops Pro debut is the official card of minor league baseball. So ironically, it's technically the only <laughs> the only product that Tops still retain ownership of uh, oh, when right, you yes, go four course. plus years, which only dawned on me when I was taking notes for this tonight. Um, yeah, it's the it's the official MILB trading card. Uh, and it uses um, minor league players, obviously, and this year, some of this year's uh, rookies like Kellen, uh, Kalenic. Why can I never say his name Kalenic. properly? Kalenic. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, the guy in the Mariners, yes. That Mariners guy who's not Kyle Lewis, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, cards of him and Royce Lewis and um, some of the, the top draft picks from the last couple of years, all in their minor league uniforms now. Uh, and with the minor league team names on, so you're getting your Montgomery Biscuits cards and your Rocket City Trash Panda cards and uh, uh, Lansing Lugnuts and the yeah. Lansing Lugnuts, yeah, that's a great one, yeah. Mountain Rocky vibes, yeah, and the La- Rocky Mountain vibes. The Las Vegas Aviators, who appear to have changed their name, but they, they probably changed it a few years ago, and I just didn't notice. But of course, it famously used to be the Area Fifty Ones, but not anymore. Now they're the Aviators. So technically, they're not even in Las Vegas anymore. They're in Henderson. So uh, if you've ever, well, not many of you people have probably been to the field there, but they were next to the Neon Boneyard, uh, and so oh. obviously they they uh, they moved. Uh, Henderson paid for a new stadium. They moved south of Vegas. I think it's like ten miles away. It's not very far from Vegas. It's all there, and then rebranded as the Aviators there because there's more of the military base there, and I think they wanted to get away from the Area Fifty Ones. I see. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, so that caught me off guard when I was opening some of that stuff. Um, so yeah, that's pretty fun. Um, four autographs in that box, and of course some of the some of the rookie autographs and um, the the high draft pick autographs can be worth a bit of money. We actually pulled a couple of cool cards out of a, a box I opened for one for a customer last night. So it's yeah, a pretty fun release. Not often you can get four autographs for under a hundred bucks a box. Um, so yeah, keep an eye out for it. I'm struggling to big, get it. Uh, <laughs> who's the big autograph you're chasing there? Is it? I mean. Uh, it's obviously it's full of rookies. Is there anyone in particular they, they, they're pushing? Um, no, not to my knowledge. I mean, if you pull any of the guys whose name we know from Bowman Draft the last couple of years, so like Kierstad and 
um, Asa Lacey and uh, guys of that ilk. So any of the high draft picks from last year, then you'd be doing quite well. Any of the rookies who have been up and seen some time um, or who may still be up just now, obviously this product's printed quite a ways in advance. So your man from Seattle, Kalanick. Kalanick? Kalanick? Kalanick. Kalanick. Just, just call him Jared. Yeah, Jared, yeah. It's annoying. I, I don't know why I can't say it properly. Jared. Jared, <laughs> yeah, Jared. Jared. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you, if you hit an autograph of any of those guys, you're going to be doing pretty well. But, you know, it's, it's, one, it's one of these, it's another one, I guess, like these long shot products where you think, oh, well, who's this guy? Um, and then in three years' time, it could be, you know, pitching in game seven for all you know, right? So... Uh, yeah, it's an interesting product. It's pretty fun. It's pretty cool just to see like the, some of the minor league teams and minor league unis. And like I say, it's uh, uh, under $100 a box to get four autographs. You know, it's, uh, you might you might find some gold in there. It sounds interesting. I'm assuming you don't get a whole full team set. You mostly get like 15 guys per team because, I mean, no one really cares who the fifth reliever is for the Lansing Lugnuts. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So they're focusing far more on the players than they are on uh, than they are on the teams, like you say, try to make out. Yeah, it, it's uh, you can't. It's funny you can buy team sets. I recently had uh, had cause to buy a team set for the Pensacola Blue Wahoos of all things. Um, so if you want minor league team sets, you can generally buy them direct from the teams, but they're not licensed tops cards. They're just like you know locally printed cards. But right, uh, yeah. So the tops releases, like I say, it's it's just about the players, and uh, I think they might focus on on like maybe the top. I don't know how many cards are in the base set actually, but the top however many prospects, you know, mm -hmm. across uh, across the minor leagues. Um, there's probably contract. I mean, no, one, no one wants the Crash Davis card. The guy is 35 years old, but still in the minor <laughs> still leagues. Still in the minor <laughs> leagues. Yeah, yeah. Of course, for the first time in a few years, there's uh, there's no Tim Tebow cards in it this year. Uh, oh, boy, so, I didn't actually realize that Tebow was in these sets. Yeah, Tebow was in Tebow's been in pro debut the last few years. Um, which may have spiked the price on it a little bit. I mean, pro debut has never really been expensive, but when you're, but when you, you know, you got a chance to get a Tim Tebow card out of it, then you know that's something kind of cool. Um, he never ever had autographs on pro debut because the story goes that he was asking far too much money from Tops to uh, to get autographs put in. Uh, Tops said, "Oh, we're not going to pay you minor league. Uh, we're not going to pay you major league money for you know for a minor league autograph or uh, words to so that effect." I have it on good knowledge that the Mets only signed him to get fans in seats there, and so they knew that wasn't that. I, I went to a spring training game to see him. Why else? Would I, I don't. I mean, I wasn't the only reason, but uh, you know, I went to a spring training game, and, and we we picked one purposely picked uh, Braves uh, Mets at Braves because we had the chance to see Tebow take some take some hacks. Uh, like so, we certainly picked that game for that reason. We could have picked any Braves game because it was Florida and it was springtime, right? So, yep. uh, but yeah, that was one of the reasons that we went, and there was a good crowd, like a, like a good sized crowd for yeah, what, what at the time I think was like, like a single A spring training game. I mean, uh, be fair, he is a Florida legend. So, he is a Florida you know, legend. Yeah, you know, you're gonna go see him regardless if you know if you're a fan of his football or you just want to see him fail at baseball. Yeah. You know, I, all said and done, I rooted for him. Like I, mm -hmm. I rooted against Michael Jordan playing for the White Sox in the minor leagues there. I wanted to see Tebow succeed just for the heck of it. It would have been a hell of a story. What was the highest that he got to? Like double A or did he do triple I think, A? I think, I think he made a triple A at one point in time. And yeah. there were so many injuries in the Mets outfield, there was a chance he was going to get actually called up. Yeah. And I think everyone freaked out. 
That was pretty... Oh, I seem to remember that. Was that maybe like 2018, 2019, like towards the end of the season? It was like, like just get them up for the cup of coffee. Because like I say, the Mets made a fortune in jerseys, but they probably made their money on the jersey sales already, but... It would have been a good thing, you know, for I, I think they would have had to put him on the 40-man roster. I don't yeah. think he was quite on the 40-man roster. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they would have done it now with Steve Cohen as the owner, but maybe not so much when the previous guy was uh, uh, still paying his birdie man off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, maybe if they weren't playing, if they weren't still paying Bobby Bonilla, they'd have they'd have they'd have uh, diverted some of that cash and just given him a minor league, a major league deal. Like I said, they could have offset that by bringing him up. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a cool story. So yeah, no table cards this year. Uh, so the novelty factor of pro debut, I guess, has kind of passed a little bit. Uh, from that aspect, but but yeah, still a cool looking set. Um, like I say, four four autographs in every box. So if you like an autograph card like I do, uh, there's uh, there's plenty to look for uh, in there. We also hit some pretty low numbered stuff as well. Um, it's a usual range of num like low numbered colored parallels, and there's some cool looking insert sets and stuff. So yeah, decent product overall. Um, very very popular here. I couldn't get enough of it. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm still still waiting to get more as well. But. Is it popular here because people are just hoping for that long shot? You know, you, you, here's a chance to get a, a box inexpensively. Um, you'll get a bunch of rookies, and you're kind of hoping that one of these rookies that you pull might actually do quite well. Yeah, I mean, there, there is there certainly is that aspect to it. There's the fact that uh, the box price itself is is quite reasonable compared to others. So you know. The, the the just the act of of ripping up an entire box of cards is quite well you know you and i you and i have done it so we know what it's like but there's a difference between between actually getting your hands on a sealed box taking the cellophane off and opening all the packs and going through all the cards and stuff it's it's a different experience from like buying into a box break or buying a few loose packs or buying like a blaster box that's maybe got half a dozen packs in it you know when you've got a full hobby box sitting in front of you 24 packs like however many cards i think there's eight or nine cards in a pack you know, that's that's like a lot to go through. It's quite an exciting thing. And with the way that prices and stuff have gone, to get that opportunity for like £79, which is, uh, you know, what Pro Debut is kind of going for right now, um, it's, it's, you just don't, you're not really getting that chance in the market anymore. So I think there's an aspect of that. Uh, I think the minor league baseball has more passionate fans here than perhaps... Uh, we would acknowledge because you know everyone just talks about major league baseball, um, but a lot of people into the minor league stuff as well, uh, perhaps more than we think. Uh, and I, th I think that has a bit to do with it. There's a the whole novelty factor, you know. You want your, I mean, your what's the the hat you're wearing tonight? What's that, Tina? <laughs> oh my gosh, it, it, I can't remember what it, it's the Whoopies. <laughs> the Whoopie. I couldn't remember the, the I couldn't remember the, the name of the confectionery. Oh my but, gosh. Yeah. So Whoopie you have pies. teams. Yeah. That's so you have true. teams like the. You know the Savannah Bananas, who are who are quite who are fairly popular over here for some meme reason that I can't quite put my finger on. I think it was something to do with the scouts. Uh, so yeah, so it's like the Savannah Savannah Bananas thing and the Montgomery Biscuits and all the fun like team names that we've that we've already we've already talked on it. And you know there, yeah, I, there's just fans of minor league baseball. Um, and there's you know major league baseball gets like forty five different products every year. Minor league baseball gets one. So wow. if you do like minor league baseball, this is the set for you. And like I say, it's a cheap set to build. It's fun to chase the autographs out of it. The cards, you know, they're available on the, on the secondary market for reason, you know, for reasonable prices as well. So it's just a cheap, fun set, really. Um, it's like the the most serious set 
for want of a better expression, that comes in at that really nice sort of collector's money. You know, anything cheaper than this and you're like opening day, which is kind of aimed at kids, and then Big League, which is, uh, not a, which is, again is sort of retro, sort of 90s kind of throwback style and a bit fun and quirky, but this is like a sort of more serious, proper, if I, if I can use that word, uh, a proper baseball release. And like I say, for half the price of some of the stuff that's been coming out this year. Uh, as far as flagship releases go, so yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool set. People really dig it. Uh, it's a nightmare to break because <laughs> it's <laughs> because it's all the minor league team names. Then you have to match them up to the major league teams. But uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad that people are more interested in buying boxes and doing breaks. Put it that way. Um, yeah, that's about the only release that's come out. I think in the last couple of weeks, we do next up. Uh, we don't actually have anything this week. The next uh, next on the plate is. Uh, the 17th, uh, we have Bowman Chrome, which obviously everyone will be excited for, and uh, Gold Label as well, which is a, a release that I think often goes kind of under the radar a little bit. Um, uh, a very interesting looking set. It uh, has the similar framing, like the, the metal or plastic, I guess, or maybe they are metal, uh, frames around the cards, like you get on, like you get on your limited uh, Project 70 cards, so they have that same kind of frame. Right. Um, the, it's three, I can't remember what they call them, classes? Let me find it. I've seen them on Bunt. Yeah, so, oh, there you go, you'll know it from Bunt, yeah. I recognize it from Bunt, so. Yeah, so three different classes uh, of card, and the pictures are different on them all. So the base set's 150, uh, base set's 150 players, but there's three classes, and each class has a different picture on it. So if you wanted all the Fernando Tatis Jr. cards, you need to get three of them to get, you need to get three base cards to make up just his base set. And then each of them have three different variations as well. So it's, it's yeah. <laughs> I need that, I need that gif that's like, you know, all the numbers and the mathematical equations passing by my face right now. That's what it feels like. But yeah, so Gold Label is kind of a fun set. Uh, pretty good looking set as well. Autographs and stuff in it. Um... And then we're back to the usual kind of 120, 100, uh, a bit more than that actually, 130, 150 dollars, that kind of range. Uh, it does have Derek Jeter autographs in it though, so something worth chasing. That's not bad because he, he doesn't sign for anything under like 450 dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to get it. Well, he's obviously, he obviously signed that massive deal with Tops like two years ago now, I think. So most products this year we've seen some kind of Derek Jeter celebration in it. Um, I guess quite really because he'll have his actual Hall of Fame induction coming up pretty soon. Two days. Two days. That is pretty soon. I was right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I've got a way. I think we can get a free autograph from Jeter. Really? I think we we write to him as the Marlins. We we address a letter to them, and then we responds back. Yeah. We got his name, unless it's stamped on there. Oh uh, yeah, it'll just be like a computerized print off. Like when I have to sign stuff at my work. <laughs> <It's> just. <laughs> Damn it! Don't ruin my fun. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go I, I, I've got like a three dollar letter I could send to him. You know, it's like, you know, if, we, if he can respond back and sign it, we're we're, we're golden. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That'd be that'd be pretty cracked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, other, another thing you can get in gold label is actual gold nuggets. What? Uh, yeah, man. So they have relic cards, uh, and they have genuine gold nuggets um, in the relic cards. So a bit like um, Diamond Icons that has an actual little diamond in some of the relics. Yeah, right. gold, gold Label has a, a little tiny gold nugget um, as part of like the as part of the relic cards. Gold Prospect Relics, there you go. Uh, don't have pieces of uniforms or bats, instead they have a small gold nugget embedded in them. There you go. 
Right. And what, is there any idea of the value on these things? I mean, the gold nuggets probably would probably be worth more on the card, to be fair. But yeah, exactly. Uh, That's said. Like, I mean, I, I have like this again coming from this. You know, after about a year, of this I'll have a better idea of what these are are like here. I mean, like everything you throw at me is like, oh, that's new, weird. All right, I'm still I'm still working off. There were four different sets of cards: tops, flare, dunners, upper <laughs> deck, <laughs> and now there's cards with diamonds. There's cards with gold diamonds nuggets and gold them. nuggets in them. Yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, so a hundred cards in the set. I was a bit, I was fifty out. Hundred cards in the set, but then there's only thirty-five cards in a in a hobby box. Like oh. I say, you're getting on for one hundred and fifty bucks, thirty-five cards. So do the maths on that real quick, like four bucks a card or something. So when we get that official sponsorship from Tops, they can just kick some our way. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, we're working on it, right? We are. If not, if we keep talking about seltzers on our baseball card podcast, they'll be hoofing us off. Um, so yeah, gold label coming out, and then of course, like I say, Bowman Chrome, which is like you know just mad because everybody's mad for Bowman, everybody's mad for Chrome. This is Bowman Chrome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, everyone, that's going to be a pretty mad one. Um, yeah, not too much more to say about that. So they're both coming out on the 17th of this month. So like you said, with it being Bowman Chrome, what are we looking to spend on a box? Oh. What? Is it, is it a, I mean, we a, don't want o- to spend over, anything, right? O- over what? or under 500 quid? What, was, what do we think? I was going to say, what, what's your over under? Because I can look it up while, while uh, you So it's just because, all right, I'm guessing it's probably uh, 450 is kind of my guess of where it's at, so. Pounds, not dollars. Pounds. No, it's actually significantly cheaper than that at the moment. You'd be oh, surprised right. to hear. Uh, so hobby boxes at the moment are around two twenty-five dollars. Uh, two autographs in that box, and you get six, oh god, it's making me do maths. Okay, we know uh, sixty. We get sixty cards per box. Right. And so 60 cards for 220 bucks. So you're kind of at like four bucks again. So the same price as gold label per card, kind of. Right. Okay. That's not too bad. Cause yeah. I, I, I see everyone trying to punt their stuff on various Facebook groups. Mm. So I'm always kind of like, well, what did it cost? And what's the profit margin of these things? I know there's a bunch of flippers. Yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, I imagine it'd be a pretty big base set. Uh, 250 card base set, which is pretty big really for uh for 60 cards a box and two like getting on for 250 dollars a box so but obviously two autographs in every box you're looking and like bowman first bowman chrome autographs are kind of like well the 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 taste of the market at the moment um bowman chrome sorry let me say it again first bowman chrome autographs are like the ones that people will hunt out for the top like prospects if they if and when they go mental or for any player when they, you know, when they reach that certain, reach that major league level, um, yeah, the first Bowman Chrome autograph is the one that people will seek out. That would be like your top tier, and you just have your first Bowman autograph underneath it. So, right. yeah, it'll be pretty popular even at that price. It's always uh, always a popular release. They're doing their uh, light release again. I'm not too sure what that is. So it's something that we saw new with uh, Topps Chrome this year. They did Topps Chrome Light. Which was an online exclusive um, from Tops, I think, for a hundred bucks. Uh, the difference with this is there's no guaranteed autographs in it. There you go. That's why. Hmm. But they do yeah. have exclusive parallels. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So there we go. But it's so only we'll... it's only fifty bucks a box cheaper. So you, my personal opinion would be, 
spend the extra 50 bucks and at least you're getting a couple of autographs out of it. At least a couple of autographs on it, yeah. Yeah, and you might hit an absolute whopper. Uh, so yeah, I'll need to get I'll need to get the prospect list back out again, get studying. <laughs> it takes me a few breaks to figure out uh, who the guys we should be looking for. So yeah, so those are the next two coming out in the next couple of well, 17th, so not uh, not this Wednesday, but next. Um, and then yeah, that's uh, get, we're getting to late baseball season all of a sudden, so we'll have uh, some more of the late releases coming out. Heritage High Number, and that's coming out soon, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, lots on the horizon. Cool. Well, Project Seventy. Yes, indeed. Half, halfway point. We've, we have reached. We finally made it. Halfway point. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, uh, there's been some wanted posters. If anyone's seen Action Bronson or Blue, yeah, I've not seen them in like two months. Yep, I, I keep thinking I've missed the missed my Bronson cars, but no, he's just not released anything. He's just not released anything, so I don't know what's happened. It seems to be the same kind of five artists every week. So I got a feeling we're going to see F. Blake uh, and Lauren Taylor done by like, yeah, by like October. October. <laughs> and the set's not going to finish till spring training next year. So we're looking like even if they do four cards a day for the next 510 cards, it's still looking at February of this that finishes in. And then there'll be Project 2021. Project 2021. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I, I seem to I seem to recall like a couple of months ago. What are we on now? We're on like episode 27 and we've missed, I think, three weeks we've missed. So 30 we're 30 weeks into this little endeavor. So that's getting on for oh man, that's getting on for six months. That's nuts. Yeah, we've done six it's months. More than six months, yeah. Gee whiz. Um and yeah, I seem to recall way back when the last time we ran the numbers, we're like, well, it make it, be, it would almost make sense if they ran it right the way through spring training and then they pick up something else. So yeah, like you say, if it carries on at that pace, then we're pretty much on the money. So I'm going to write that down because that's something that we predicted and we might actually get right. <laughs> that's about the only thing we've predicted so far. <laughs> exactly. Jesus. I mean, it makes sense for them to see. I mean, card counts dropped. You're averaging around 1,500 cards per drop, depending on who it is and whatnot. Mm. And so... You might as well just keep milking it the long, that longest way. I still think they should have gone to three cards. I think you would have gone, all right, there's two cards I like. I'll buy the other one for a five or a tenner. And the sales would have probably been much better than they are now. What was it say? Gregory Sips, Ronald Acuna came out or finished up on Sunday. Yeah. And I think it was just like 1,020 cards. It was the lowest Gregory Sips print run. And, of course, being Ronald Acuna, it was a very low print run there. So people are going... Oh man, this is going to skyrocket. This nope, 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 just nope, didn't. nope. Yeah, it's not going to do it. People aren't buying these cards there. Uh, although saying that the DJ Skiotani has gone over a hundred dollars now. So yeah, that's crazy. Those, that card uh, is so cool as well. So that one snuck up on a lot of people. They didn't raise that anything. Else. People always are asking me, "What are you buying?" I said, "Well, I'm buying the cards I like." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have kind of varied my sets a little bit here and there. I've gone back and started collecting the wrong English cards. I've definitely started collecting all the Crayola cards. Futuro is one I wasn't on on. I'm back on his cards now. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're looking to make money on these, Otani cards. Yeah, it seems just, to be, just, right? It really is. Like anything Otani is just automatically doubling in price right off the bat there. Mm. Um, Graham knows my, my, my fantastic journey I had the Otani card that I bought and sold. Yeah. <laughs> and, and within the week of me buying it and the week of me selling it, it doubled in price. Yeah. Uh, and it's just the way it goes there. So I think you're finding more and more people are finding out about Project 70. 
still not hugely popular, still very small. Um, but I think people are finding Tops is advertising on um, MLB. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to push it out there, but I mean, you still have people going, nope, never heard of this thing there. So I think if you're looking long-term, buy Otani. Like I said, yeah. he's having the season yeah. of the eases. And if you're going to try to make for any money on it, buy you know buy his and then flip it that way. Yeah, so, yeah. It's not. It doesn't feel like a buy and hold type thing, does it? It's 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 way more conducive to like you say to flip it and like so. Yeah, ride the artist train where the artists are hot. So obviously Lauren Taylor broke out right at the start of the project. Um, I don't know. I don't know how her cars are doing like resale wise, but um, you know she's obviously one of the something the more socially media active. She's in that sort of circle of the like the real active ones on social media, like Blake and uh, and her and Ski and stuff. Yeah, um, and you seem to find the the ones who are putting in like the real legwork, uh, as well as their cards like being really cool and stuff. But the ones who are putting in the real legwork to really push themselves, and you know they're putting in a thousand percent more effort than than tops are to push this thing. It feels like at times, it just goes to show that they're of they're hitting the right market and notes that perhaps tops aren't. So it's interesting you said that I had a conversation with what Topps Project 70 artist, I won't name who it is there, and he was very frustrated at the fact that Topps were not pushing his product. Mm. He, he was just like, I couldn't believe it. Like, you know, I, I'm doing this here. I'm, I'm, we're, we're both making money. What else do you need for me to do that? And his take was, you know what, I'm going to keep doing my own thing. And if people like my card, great. If they don't like my card, you know what, this is a side gig for me that, you know, if I sell a thousand cards, I make five thousand dollars out of it, you know, yeah. for something I put together there. That I'm assuming most of these people are, are artists; they can get these done rather quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I know for the fact Sean Witherspoon, all his cards are done. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned uh, that before. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, I imagine. I imagine Bronsons are all done. <laughs> I think Photoshop broke and he's stuck. That's why. Freaking <laughs> afternoon in Photoshop. That's that done. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, and it's hard because you said, you know, we had conversations with Lauren Taylor and she was just like, well, you know, she actually put a lot of time and effort into thinking about which players she should bring out. One, to obviously maximize the amount of money she make, but two, to actually just actually get people to actually like her cards. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it says something no. when, when a pair of knobheads like us uh, on our baseball card related podcast from the UK, in fact, from Scotland, if you want to be deeply specific about it. Uh, is landing Project Seventy artists on podcasts before Tops is actually pushing them? Is before Tops is doing it themselves? I mean, they they've started doing the Meet the Artist series, but uh, but like they were like about over a third of the way through the project before that started. That's how this conversation started with this artist. There, I'm like, look, okay. dig your cards. I I are you doing a Project Seventy artist Meet the Artist series? He's like, nope. And it's like, oh, that's a shame because I would have liked to know your backstory. Like yeah. we know, Ermsy does not do interviews. No yeah. one's ever gonna get anything out of Ermsy out of there. Um, not even us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we probably have a better chance at Snoop. At Snoop, yeah, man, yeah, we're still working on it. <clears throat> um, but you know, I mean, a lot of the artists they just don't engage. Yeah, you know, they don't really care because again, it's a side hustle for them. You know what? They're making a bunch of money off it. No big deal there. It's not 2020 where you're all of a sudden have a print run of 60,000 cards. Mm. You know, you know, we're going to have, you know, a, a high print runs in over 5,000 cards now. So you basically can go, okay, great. I'll make 5,000 per card. I will at least 
how much time and effort do I really put into it? So. Yeah, I mean, if you're making five grand plus per card and you've got 20 cards, then, you know, even even I can do that math. Yeah, so it's not yeah. bad. And, I mean, and they're basically using Blake as, you know, the tops now artist. Yeah, it kind of feels that way, right? It's like he's the main uh, conductor of, no, that's not the right word, but, um, yeah, he's the one who seems, like, but when you think of, pro- of, of people who are marketing Project 70, I think a lot of the people would, would think of Blake before they think of Tops, which seems crazy because he's only involved in his cars. And yes, he likes to, you know, he likes to champion the artist and whatever else. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of mad when we think of an artist before we think of the people who are actually putting out the product. Yeah, I think that, I don't know. I mean, we, we, no one understands Tops. Like, <laughs> there is no least of all us, as we've proven over the last twenty-seven episodes. The, the logic behind that of going, oh, maybe we should go meet the artist series, or maybe that became because you know what? It, uh, it's because they heard two guys in Scotland had Lauren Taylor on their podcast. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, like, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I like Blake is a marketing guy who happens to do art, and that's the way you have to look at. It. And he's marketed himself extremely well. So by doing the live podcast while he was working, worked extremely well for them. It made him extremely personal with people, and people got on with it that way. There, mm. he's not doing this year because he's doing other projects like NFTs, and you know, he's ventured into uh, things that probably pay him a lot more money than Project Seventy cards. <laughs> that's true, yeah. You know, um, so he, he had his time to flash last year, made a ton of money. Now what? I mean, even Ben Bollard, you don't even see him kind of hyping his cards. I mean, I think there was a chain at one point. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, we had like chains and he was giving the NFTs out and like this. And now it's just kind of like, ah, yeah. yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Is he even in Project 70? He is in Project 70. Oh, look at that. I had completely forgotten he was even in it. But, you know, there's, I think Topps was expecting those people to hype their own stuff. Up there, like Alex Party does a great job of making a cool video to hype his stuff up there. Uh, yeah, and, 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 there. yeah, and we have Ski who does his curated playlist for each of his cards as well, which is super awesome. That's a really, yeah. that's a real nice twist on it. I like that a lot. Yeah, and it's cool. I mean, like, uh, I can't blame Bobby Hundreds, you know, he's like, he's doing his air variation thing there. And I love the cards and I will buy his set over time, mm. but he literally made six million in NFTs over the weekend two weekends ago. Why the heck would you oh, be yeah, like, I'm true, gonna yeah. promote my I'm gonna promote my Tops card. You, know, you know what? That's a real good point. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if, if like you know if it's uh, like Sean Motherspoon for all we know he may have already done them and they're like off his radar, you know. Uh I guess that's kind of the other thing to consider for some of the artists. It's like if they've already completed their set and submitted their cards to Tops then, yeah, they've, they've moved on to the next project by now, right? So, uh, I guess this is where it differs from uh, from Jared when we were speaking to him last week. So obviously he does Top's Living Set and he gets assigned uh, he gets assigned a subject every week. So he knows that every week he's going to have that email coming in from Top saying, right, we need you to do a card of this guy by this date. Um, whereas for Project 70, one or more artists could have already finished it. And like I say, they're away moving on to different, different projects now and probably other things that they want to push ahead of, yeah, the... The, the side gig, I suppose, that was uh, that was Project 17. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some people are, are, are rethinking their cards. I mean, that was really cool for FDOT, came up with his satchel page one, mm. and now he, he's announced he's got, as a three-card Negro League set, so he's already in the Josh Gibson, satchel page comes out, and I imagine probably two or three cards online will come up with that third card that he wants to do there. Yeah. So, um, I think, not to harp on Action Bronson, but it's like I think F dots that was his twelfth or thirteenth card. Mm. <laughs> We've gotten five action Bronsons, so we're gonna have like this 
last month of Action Bronson and Don Seacard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, right, another Don Seacard. <laughs> <laughs> do you think with, um, as we've already touched on, the Jeter's Hall of Fame inauguration on Wednesday, do you think we'll see a, a slate of Jeter cards on Wednesday? No, it's my honest answer. I mean, they, Top, they missed Canada Day, remember? Because remember we commented on that. I thought what you could have done was they like some Canada, Canada Day, Day cards. They, they missed... Uh, card number 420 could have been Snoop. I mean, that would have been... <laughs> card number 420 should have been a Snoop been, card. Yeah, I mean, how do you not do that? They missed out on uh, Project 2020. Card 51 could have been Ichiro. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I just don't think... I, I, I really just want to work for Tops for like a month. I yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. Go, go and volunteer you, there. Yeah. What are you guys doing? How do you guys get this screwed up so badly? Um, yeah. How are they missing I mean, all this stuff? Yeah. We, if you look, we had like what four Tommy's one week. We had three Mike Trout's in like two days. You know, it's like I get it. <laughs> you know, you artists have said these are the players I want to do, mm. and you have to go. Hmm. Maybe you're not releasing seven Otani and Trout cards in the same week. It's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got. I mean, oh, yeah, we, we've had this conversation with the artists themselves, saying, uh, you know, it's got to be rough when you when you're seeing four cards or however many cards for the same the same subject coming out every week, and then depending on where you land in in the order, you know, or who's going to be buying five, you know, five or three or four or five Otanis in one week. Now, people might go back and pick those cards up off the secondary market, but that doesn't help an artist. Uh, no. unless it's an NFT, but it's not an NFT, is it? It's still it's <laughs> not an NFT. no, and everyone's at the mercy of what who they're you know partnering up with because you're gonna go, mm. okay, well, you know, if you're with someone that just again two cards that are nice, you might buy the other two cards because it's not that much more, you know, it's not a big deal, or you might just go, the rest are crap, I'm buying a five pack of this Otani card, and yeah. I'm hoping to get that. And again, a lot of people are like, oh, I really want a, a part D foil, I want to. Nope, nope. Save your money and just pay it on the secondary market because it's the only way you're gonna get it. It's the only way you're gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. It's the best way to play the odds. But then, um, yeah, the foil, the foils generally go for quite a bit more. And I mean, considering they they're considering they're technically free, uh, yeah. they do go for quite a bit, of, quite a bit of coinage on the secondary market. They do, depending on who you hit. So well, I, I, I showed you the example of. The, the Crayola Jared Weaver, it went for $23. $23, it went, yeah. It really went for 16 pounds there. And, you know, and that's a foil card. Be fair, that is absolutely the going rate for a Jared Wheeler foil card. <laughs> it's <laughs> not like anybody's overpaid there, right? <laughs> no, no, exactly. You know, for a free card, that's what they are, they've gotten there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously everyone wants to hear, you know, see, uh, get the uh, party foils, or they want to get his, you know, Terminator card like that. Like mm. people are literally buying 50, 60 of these cards on the hope that you might hit them there. So, you know, if, if these are the cards you like, just wait for the secondary market. Everyone's just going to sell them for a tenner or less because they bought so many of them. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, chasing foils. So. Chasing foils. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's just what it's descending into is uh, chasing foils. <clears throat> all right cool that runs out um project but, seven. Uh, oh no 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 does it not Card of the week oh how could i forget card of the week i've had too much i've i've clearly had too much orange creamsicle seltzer exactly <laughs> yeah uh, there you go card so, of the week yes card of the week so probably doesn't get a whole lot of love unless you're a sneaker guy but uh oh god soulfly has been producing a bunch of really under the radar great cards like mm. I, i'm definitely gonna start collecting his cards as well too 
their Ken Griffey Jr. card like nailed it. It was a good combination of late 80s, early 90s of the teal and pink and the splash there. I thought the card was absolutely amazing. Um, so yeah, that was my absolute favorite card of the week. Excellent. Did you pick one up? I did. Yeah, I did. it was yeah. it was part of the four pack. It was the four pack with Lauren Taylor, Tim Anderson. It was Gregory Sips. Um, um, was it uh, Acuna? Mm. It was Old Man Allen's MF Doom Strawberry. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that, I, I, for me, I was like, that's a great four pack. And uh, yeah, no one else really seemed to like it. But no, I don't no. know. Maybe it's maybe it's Labor Day weekend uh, back in the states. Maybe of course, it's like yeah, you know what? Weekend, I'm getting yeah. drunk on orange creamsicle soda. <laughs> yeah, quite right. <laughs> so uh, maybe they forgot about that. So it happened. Same thing last year. I can't remember who, what part of the series we were in there. I think we were on the late 300s there, and it hit that Labor Day weekend, and a lot of people missed a bunch of sales there. Mm. Cards have not held their value there. They were going for like 70 to 100 dollars there. Not so much. So, you know, you know, there's always hope those cards go straight up, but I'm not, not going to be holding my breath on that one. No, no. Like I say, it's it's not, well, it doesn't appear to be a long-term investment thing yet. All right, cool. Thank you very much for that, Jason. So normally at this point we switch to NFTs, but I'm going to change up the order and we'll speak about Bunt first and we'll, we'll finish on NFTs this week because there's actual NFT news. Normally we just kind of gloss over it and move on, but... Um, so yeah, Top Spunt, we've seen uh, some changes to Top Spunt this week, or the last couple of weeks anyway. Yeah, Series 2 came out series with, two. With, with a whole whole bunch of fanfare that we didn't know anything about. Yeah, so, exactly, yeah, yeah. Finally a use for all those uh, those base cards, and finally a use for crafting again. Uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite fun again. I get a Ty France Mariners card. <laughs> Yeah. Is this the new meme? Is this we're going to move on from Shed Long? No, Shed Long there, but Ty France is actually like third or fourth in the league in batting average. No well, one knows. There we go. Who so, knows? Of course, yeah. No one pays attention to batting average anymore. It's all the OBS and whatnot there. But yeah. you know what? I will. I, I get a Ty France card, so I'm I'm quite chuffed about that. Because mm. like I said you could besides Shed Long and, and Jared Kelenic, you can't name another Mariner. So. <laughs> Robinson Cano. Oh no, he's not there anymore. Dang it. <laughs> Mike Zanino. Oh no, he's in Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So series two came out in Bunt. We also had um, the second iteration of the Hit for the Cycle event as well. Uh, we had obviously had with Jake Cronenworth like a month or so ago, and then we had another cycle. So Freddie Freeman's up this time. And this time they've actually changed it for us. Instead of like having to craft every two hours, is now every seven hours. Uh, you can also trade the cards as well there because I know. I think they probably made it a little bit harder to hit all the bonus cards to craft it. So mm. I, I can't. Remember, I don't remember the odds where the Jake card was, but it seems to be a little bit harder to get the the Freddie Freeman cards there. So, but you can trade for it. You can definitely craft it much easier. But you have seven hours between times there, so it's uh, for me. It's been much easier. Yeah, yeah. I've um, funnily enough, I hit two of the. I hit two of the three in the first in my first pack, um, and I'm waiting on the third one. I can't remember which one it is. That I need. I think it's triple that I need. Um, but yeah, I got the first two out of one pack, and since then I've just been getting cold backed, so that kind of sucked. <laughs> I think I, I had number, it was like 31 mm. of the people that had finally crafted the oh, card because, because I'd, uh, I hit, yeah, like a, a single, triple home run in, in one pack, and, and I was all right, well, there we go, that's me. <laughs> be that, so, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so the first thing I was doing was like, all right, how many people have done this before? Oh, wow, this is uh, this is I'm one of the first people to do it, so yeah, um, so can you so, keep so can you carry on and like craft multiples of them if you hit them again? Absolutely, oh, yeah, okay, 
I didn't, I didn't so, realize that. I thought it was like a one and done thing. Once you got it, that was it. No, as long as the event's going on, you can keep crafting. Um, I, I was hoping to get maybe two or three just in case somebody else forgets to check in every seven hours. And the, the, unlike me, that check in every kind of two hours. Every 10 minutes, week. yeah. <laughs> I, might, I'm, well, I, might well be, I might well be knocking at your door then. Because, yeah, I've, uh, I've, yeah, saying I've, that, I've, I've, I've been on button once, I think, in the last three days. That's, that's kind of crazy. But. I, I finally reached a thousand coin. Or a million coins. A million coins, did you? I, I've there reached a million coin there, so uh, we'll have, uh, I don't know, I think triple threads is the thing I'll probably hold out for, and uh, I'll yeah. spend my million on, on triple thread there. Well, well, when you have, yeah, we toyed with the idea of doing like a bunt live stream, which I think would be kind of fun. Well, you, uh, you're four million coins, you, you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, fine enough, I'm just loading it up now. I was going to do a quick, I was going to have a quick flex on you just for a minute. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, 3.6, <laughs> oh, hang on, I've got 2,000 coins to add. <laughs> 3.6 million there you go yeah i uh, hate to flex on you like that but you know what it's been fun yeah. I, I i definitely do it this year i've really kind of enjoyed it i've seen a lot of different cards i normally wouldn't do i know next year i'll definitely have more of a strategy on what i would spend my coins on mm. I, I, do, I do like inception um yeah I, I, you know gypsy queen i'm very curious when that comes out yeah on, uh, gypsy queen's a weird one because they're on a series two of gypsy queen and skate which is tops's nhl app which yeah. is rather ironic because tops don't produce any physical nhl cards um and yeah they've put gypsy queen into in skate twice and they've not put it in a bunt yet and what if it's something in the off season because it's a popular product and you have to have oh, something to geez, do between that's not a bad shout actually yeah uh, you know, October through, you know, February, if you need something to do. I mean, we don't have any Alan and Ginter, which you know they do. No, yeah, we've had that in previous years. We've not had Museum Collection. They've done Museum Collection in previous years. Um, museum just came out on Skate, so... I did it? Okay, you're ahead of me on Skate. Uh, well, I've been on Skate even less than I've been on Bunt, because, yeah, it's just, you know... <laughs> exactly. Uh, we were talking about Star Wars. We go yeah, 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 I'm way behind on Star Wars, but Star Wars as well. I'm actually really digging the Disney one, and, like... like Disney one. Yeah, I don't, don't hate the... don't hate you if you hate me, but uh, yeah, like the, the, so they have obviously tops of the Disney license as well. Oh, that reminds me of a of a topic to add to the thing. Anyway, right? Um, yeah, so tops of the Disney license, and there's a Disney one as well, and there's also a Marvel one for your, all your comic uh, comic book and graphic novel needs. But yeah, the Disney one's actually really fun. And the girl, like my kids, have caught me playing it a couple of times. I have two girls, a nine year old and a five year old. And they've caught me playing it a couple of times, and they're, so they're like, "Oh, Daddy, what are you doing? Why have you got like Anna and Elsa on your phone?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, Daddy's playing a game." <laughs> so like, so I've shown them it and and shown them the kind of stuff that, that you can get, and they were kind of digging on it as well. So not that I've put it on their phones, I don't need them getting addicted to uh, uh, to any more flipping iPad games. They're addicted to enough stuff on their iPads as it is. Exactly. Um, Just make sure yeah, you take the wallet off that, so they can't buy the packs. Oh, dude, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I have like I have like triple layer security, so they can't be, or else they'd spend all their money on flipping Roblox. Uh, <laughs> that's how that works, yeah. right? Um. So yeah, uh, yeah. Bump. That's that. But yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so, so no, lost I, my chain of thought for a minute. I think I think we hit October. I think you start seeing the stuff like that. Like I, I really, I think I enjoyed Triple Thread because that was the first one I was buying when I opened up. But whenever we started this back in January, yeah, yeah. Tribute, I think so far has been my favorite. I'm still working on Stadium Club. Whenever I have to do an event, where I have to open X amount of packs instead of just, I think I said this before, but instead of instead of just buying the um the al legends or whatever it is for 500 coins i'll go and uh, i'll go and buy stadium club packs i think i'm just about finished 
the base set and I'm pretty close to finishing the red set as well. So Ooh, not bad. Yeah, I'm gonna keep chipping away at it and I'll probably try and trade some out before the uh before the events run out and try and get my rewards for it. But uh, you know what? I have to say the stadium club cards are so cool. I've I've been tempted to go buy a box or two of stadium club oh, at some I, point. Actual stadium club, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the cards are so good. I think I, it's one of those things like you know what? When I get that job thing, um, <laughs> <laughs> or when T and Tops becomes, you know, you know, when, when we go mainstream, yeah, yes. Once we know, get that 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 sponsorship, um, hello fanatics, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's fun. I, I I'm so enjoying Bunt. Um, yeah, it, it, it it's gonna make me buy cards, and I got a feeling stadium clubs would be like, all right, I need a box of stadium yeah. clubs. I'm gonna rip those. Well, if you want some packs, you know where you know where I come. Absolutely. Uh, Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's my plug for that's my plug for the week. Um, yeah, the the the, uh, the thing that's just popped into my head. I'm going to very quickly uh, Google it while we're talking about it. Um, so I have been driving uh, a little bit this weekend. I was down in Edinburgh, obviously seeing your good self in person. It was lovely to see you. Um, Sainsbury's are doing a promotion at the moment where if you spend ten pounds, you get some trading cards. And they what? are, yeah, they are from all of the licenses that uh, Tops have. So they're advertising on the radio. You can get either some Star Wars cards or Disney cards or, oh, here we go. Packs. Oh, no. oh, it's just getting the Sainsbury's. Um, yeah, so they come from either um, Marvel, Star Wars or Disney. You spend £10 and you get a pack. For every £10 you spend, you get a pack whether that's online or in the shop, and uh, you can do it up to like a maximum of £150 of one transaction. So the most you could get in a single transaction from Sainsbury's is 15 packs of cards. Right. Uh, I'm very quickly trying to Google it because I had completely forgotten about this. So what you're saying is I need to go like buy a barbecue and then return it and take my 15 packs of cards with me and then buy another barbecue. And yeah. Here we go. It's Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel, all of which are tops licenses. Uh, Heroes on a Mission cards are back. 144 Heroes cards to collect from Sainsbury's. So if you want to dip your toe in the trading card, uh, the trading card window, uh, yeah, uh, off to Sainsbury's with you. For every ten pound you spend, you'll get a free pack of four cards. So if you spend 60 quid, you'll get six packs for or 24 cards. And you, like I say, you're limited to £150 in one transaction. So the most you can get is 15 packs of cards in a single transaction. Do, you, do they say if they give you the packs right there and then? Or do you have to um, claim them? Usually with this kind of thing, especially in store, you'll just get them. Uh, they'll just give them to you. Uh, you can get an album as well. Pop them in your album. Uh, there's certain products, promotional products, you can get free cards as well. So um, Naked Bars are the ones that's advertised on mm-hmm. Sainsbury's.co.uk if you want to find out more. Uh, there's Missions, discover the Mission 1, Discover the Power of Water, Learn How You Can Help Save Our Oceans. So uh, there's a little bit of uh, Dory action in there. Uh, and Ariel, the little, uh, little Mermaid. Um, so yeah, it looks like they're, they're taking it, yeah, they're taking it kind of serious and Lots of promotions around it. So yeah, Sainsbury's.co.uk, if you're in the UK and you're interested in that, you can get your hands on some free, in inverted commas, because you need to buy your shopping from Sainsbury's, but some free trading cards. Uh, pack of four for every £10 you spend, maximum of 15 packs in one transaction. Uh, and yeah, there you go. So you say across the Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel licenses. So I have to assume that they're printed by Tops. 
the must be pretty much tops. There's probably, I mean, you're just gonna base it out of that. You're not gonna anything mm. chase for it. So no, no, they're kind of uh, cool looking. Well, they're like they're pretty cool cars. Like the Star Wars ones would be pretty sweet. Uh, including many with, uh, there are a total of 144 heroes cards to collect, including many with special effects on them. So, like probably like foils, you know, like uh, foil, yeah, yeah. Uh, follow the steps below to get your free cards and start filling your album. There you go. Hey, you know, free cards gets kids into us, you know. Uh... Yeah, well, I mean, the last time, last time I saw a trading, we saw a trading card promotion. This was at McDonald's, and it was at McDonald's not long ago, and they were doing Pokemon cards. So you can imagine how that went. Uh, there was many stories of uh, McDonald's employees being accosted and people trying to liberate packs of Pokemon cards from behind McDonald's counters and stuff like that, which is just brutal. I was like, come on, folks. Uh, so yeah, but it's Pokemon. You gotta catch them all. You gotta catch them all. That's it. Um, so yeah, uh, there's uh, there's some other trading card news. I knew there was something else. I had something else floating in my head. I went up and we suddenly veered off onto Disney. Uh, it reminded me to mention this, so uh, yeah, shout out to Tots for doing that. That's pretty cool. Uh, and there's lots of stuff on promotion, so I think the next couple of weeks I'll be doing my shopping at Sainsbury's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm such a whore for it. <laughs> you can buy TVs and return them so you can keep your cards. <laughs> oh, don't give me ideas. That's a fantastic idea. <laughs> don't <laughs> do that, right, kids. Uh, That's probably fraud. I put uh, return this TV and buy a lawnmower. Oh, more cards. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, uh, for the record, I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, we'll find out what happens next week. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll have a new card wall behind you, full of yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, full of like uh, full of Elsa cards and Dory cards and stuff. Yeah, cool. There we go. Uh, so yeah, we we're going to finish this week on NFTs because there's some actual NFT news this week uh, for one of your favorites, Inception. I like Inception. I, I think the colors are cool. Like I said, I, I, it's probably not for everybody there, uh, but. Uh, I think it's a really interesting one. Yeah, traditionally in the physical physical card space, it is a bit of a marmite product. People either really like it or they don't really like it. It's one of those polarizing designs. Um, I don't mind them if I'm honest. It's usually you know it's, a, it's one of the more premium products. You know, you're not getting I think it was seven cards in a box or something this year. Price was way up compared to last year. It was it was uh, it was kind of vilified this year because the price was so high compared to previous years. It had gone up like a hundred pound basically from. Uh, from 2019 for uh, a box that's got like seven cards in it, so it's kind of brutal. Um, so yeah, vilified early in the year, but yeah, quite a funky design. The, the the designs I think work really well as a digital product. They look really good on bunk. They look really good on skate. I think skate had Inception not long ago. Skate has Inception. Yeah, I bought some. I spent some money on Inception yeah, and Skate. You, there you go. I think the I think the MLS one has or uh, sorry, Tops Kick, which is Bundesliga and MLS. Um, I think it has Inception on it as well. So yeah, they, they generally digitally, I think that those the design of those cards works really well because it's that sort of bright kind of neon, very sharp colors, which which obviously works really well on a high fidelity digital screen like you, like we have on our phones and stuff these days. So yeah, pretty cool looking. Um, super limited uh, Inception is going to be, isn't it? I think it was at what, fourteen or sixteen thousand. Yeah, sixteen thousand. Yeah. Sixteen thousand. Six thousand premium packs, ten thousand standards. I think is a split on that. I can't remember. What, oh gosh, I, we should have looked this up beforehand. Yeah, but it's, it's, I don't even think it's that much. I think I think the premium packs were were even more limited. It was almost like two and fourteen or something like that. Mm. There, it's going to be a cluster. Uh, the good thing about Avalanche, right? So I I bought some of the Bundesliga ones from Avalanche, um, which I don't even think I've sold out yet, but. That was fun. That's 420 quid down this morning, probably. I've not opened my stuff yet. Maybe I figure I'll just sit on it for a while. Um, 
maybe there's a nice Erling Haaland in there that's going to mean I can pay off my mortgage. Um, yeah, so like they didn't sell terribly well, but if nothing else, it was a pretty robust uh, test of the Avalanche platform. So the buying experience is going to be really similar to... Um, I almost said slap I almost said Slapshot. Slapshot, <laughs> that's that's a completely different sport. Uh, <laughs> yeah, top uh, top shot. Yeah, the NBA experience. So um, you basically arrive and you you're put into a queue. Once it once it opens up, you go in a queue, and by the time you get to checkout, you need to hope that there's some left. Uh, I was pretty surprised, given how popular Series One was, and the fact that it sold out. It was a horrible. I mean, it was a horrible experience. It sold out really quick. And you were making ten times your money on premium packs within three weeks. Um, I thought that I, I didn't think it, I didn't expect it to be this limited. You know, it's it's like a fifth of what it was, like twenty percent of what they released on on Series One. Now, fair enough, it's on a new platform, but I've seen way more press and way more push from Tops and from Tops Digital and I guess Avalanche who are running it for them. Like, their social media has been very active. So, yeah, their social media has been super active. Um, the Discord's been really active. They seem to be pushing this way more than the, than the push series one. I'm not saying it was the, just the diehards who knew about series one, but it was a, it was still a bit niche then. Now the cat's out the bag, uh, and I think it's going to be a real clamor to get these when they release on Thursday. Is that right? Thursday. Night? Thursday six, 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah. So this Thursday six p.m. Good luck to you. Uh, I think it's going to be. I mean, the experience should be smooth enough. Having been through the process with the Bundesliga ones, um, like, you know, I kind of trust the system. It should be able to stand up to what's going to be asked of it. Uh, and by making you queue, it keeps the pressure off the payment merchant, which is where it fell down with um, with Wax because they were putting everything through uh, that single payment processor and everybody at the same time. But where you're limiting it to however many people are in the checkout experience at the same time, maybe like 50, I think. Um, I think they do it in maybe blocks of fifty. Uh, it makes it it makes the load easier, so people can progress through. Because we haven't heard the, we've never seen stories of Top Shot like completely going down. Except maybe like the first time they try to do it, but ever since then it's been a really smooth experience, and that's where the benefit of the queue thing really helps. I don't think it's a randomized queue, like Top Shot is. Uh, I think it's just you know you need to turn up and take your rightful place in the queue. So you are going to have to be sharp, and you are going to have to be banging that F five button excuse me, right at 6pm to make sure you get your spot. Um, so we'll see how that works out. But yeah, it should be pretty good. I, I think I think people are going to sleep on this one. I, I, I really do. I, I don't think, I think oh, with the top's completely any wax. You know, people are like, I don't trust it. I think they're going to be missing out because again, you know, uh, it's Inception. You know, they have a lot of rookies in there and young players in those. And, you know, it's the first one on this one. It's super limited. I mean, gosh, you know, you're talking sixteen thousand packs. So that's, yeah, that's, get one. that's nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, they release more Bundesliga than that. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I think it's just gonna be one of those things. If people are like, ah, I just don't trust tops. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit this one out, or I'm, I'm gonna buy and yeah. see what I get there. So I mean, it helps. I like Inception. I'm not gonna lie. You know, if they had said done Gypsy Queen or something else or Top's Finest, I, you know, I think Top's Finest looks terrible. Mm. I, I'm happy to sit that one out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it, it's something I like, and so I, I, that's probably what the appeal is to me. So, so you wouldn't just so if it had been like one of the products that you don't favor, would you not have gone in on this one? Would you be one of the ones sitting out? 
Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, if it was Top's finest, I would have been yeah. like, I'm or all, I would have, I'm, I'm I would, all in. <laughs> all in. <laughs> I will have multiple devices. I will be F5 and like a boss. Yeah, uh, but I mean, but I mean, I guess one of the things is like, I'm still a collector. I'm, like, I'm not buying to flip that, you know, so I mean, I will I'm, flip hey, it. I'm buying to collect them as well. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying in general that, you know, if I was a flipper, uh, sure, it doesn't matter what you put out. You could put out the world's worst cards. You could put out 88 Donners, <laughs> flip it. You know, if that's you, what do I do? Um, and that's the appeal, whereas I, I'm, I'm going, well, I want to, I will sell some, but I will buy some to collect to see what it is there and see if they do the crafting stuff or anything like that. Because I, I like trying to do that. And then sitting there going, can I trade cards? So I buy cards. Can I can I make this set to get that exclusive pack out of that or not? Yeah. Um, you know, I had a, I had a quick look at my wax the other day. There's still a ton of uh, product that's not even open yet. Yeah, which is interesting. You have to wonder what the people are, are thinking. The people who are left on wax. I mean, I say the people who are left. I'm I'm probably in the small percentage. You, I I think I've got a wooden coin left on on wax, and that's it. Like, um, I sold all my wax on not, not like I cashed out my wax, but not by cashing it out through like, um, DeFi or whatever it's called. Um, like I just sold it to another collector, uh, and transferred it to their wallet. And I got, uh, I either traded out or crafted or gave away the last of my single NFTs. I had a few single NFTs on national baseball card day. I did it like a little promotional thing and gave away like a dozen of a dozen of the last 12 loose NFTs that I had. Um, the packs we opened, uh, I sold a couple. Um, but yeah, you have to kind of wonder what. I mean, obviously, there's no, there's not going to be any more baseball releases on wax, so you're just left now. You're like, oh, okay, what I'm going to do? Um, <laughs> well, I, I did hear that. Obviously, this is a, this is a big issue in the in the uh, the market for these things as well, and amongst the collectors who have cards on wax. And I believe there was talk of some way. Uh, they're coming up with a bridge between wax and avalanche so your N- your wax nfts may be at some point tradable across to avalanche so you can you know you can you can have them all together rather than you're left with these outliers that are on the wax platform and tops has moved away from the wax platform i want to see that that would be a brilliant idea if they did so considering they just lost their uh their asses the fanatics <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. i don't i don't see them going huh we can go and invest this amount of money into develop this bridge from there but um I, you know i haven't checked out avalanche yet i hear it's supposed to be all in one you don't need an extra wallet you don't have to try to transfer anything there um it's supposed to be better for the environment so it's more eco-friendly and faster i mean who knows if it's true or not but yeah. um um, um, the initial problem that they had, and I think they may still have, is that unless you have a US bank account, you can't cash out. Um, but so that's obviously an issue, and that was that caused a lot of frustration around the time of the Bundesliga release, and indeed was one of the reasons why it got put back a day because, ironically, the people in Germany were having problems purchasing, uh, and the Bundesliga is obviously the German football league, so you want the people in Germany to be able to buy the NFTs. Um, so yeah, still a little bit of work to do on Avalanche, but certainly what I've seen of it so far, um, with the, the checkout process and the queue process, um, that worked really well. So I don't think we're going to have the complete clusterfuck that we had on, uh, that we had on Wax when Series 1 dropped and the whole world and their granny was trying to buy it at the same time. Um, of course the flip side of that is we've got a super limited release here. So unless you're really sharp on your F5 key right on 6 o'clock, there's a pretty high chance, uh, I think you're, you're going to be left empty handed this time around. 
Um, what that means for the resale value of the stuff, I think the resale value is just going to rocket from the minute the stuff sells out, and I think it will sell out super quick. Um, resale will just be off its chops immediately because there's going to be so many people trying to get it, and 16,000 is such a small release. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who knows how many they're even limiting you to? You know, everyone jokes that you can buy as many as you want because you know, obviously they didn't sell out. But mm. I mean, realistically, you know, you know, somebody could clear the whole thing out if they wanted to. You know, if you had the money for it, why not? <clears throat> yeah, I saw this guy. They um, they'd actually asked in the community uh, on Discord a few nights ago, and this is this is a story I shouldn't probably say because I don't have the con- I don't have the answer. I don't have the conclusion to this this talking point, but. Um, they were actually asking the community about pack limits and, and what the community thought the, pa- the 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 limit on pack purchases should be. Now, now I, I have to leave it there because I didn't get the answer to the question. Um, I could probably have a quick rummage in Discord and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have those answers next week, I guess. They might not even have answered the question, to be fair, but they certainly pitched that question to the community. What do you feel about, about pack limits? But for such a limited release, it's like anything more than one feels like, and this is coming from from somebody who would probably have bought multiple, um, some to keep, but yeah, some to flip or something to do breaks and stuff with. So I'm kind of cutting off my own nose to spite my face here, but with a limited release of 16,000, you should pro- like you should probably be limited to a premium and a standard and Bob's your uncle. Or yeah, maybe a premium be- and two standards, depending on what the ratio of premium to standard is, but... Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, I was thinking I would try to buy three premium and ten standard. Mm. That that would be my my goal of getting in there because yeah. uh, uh, of of what I could do with, with it and uh, keep some and sell some and, and be happy there. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that was with seventy five thousand packs. I mean, we're yeah, talking like 16. a sixth of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I I don't have the let me I'll quickly Google it actually, but. Um, yeah, I didn't have the definitive answer at the time, but they were certainly asking the community about it, which I thought was kind of an interesting step. Um, I mean, if we've, if we've learned anything over the last like three years, it's like stop asking the public for their opinion because they're going to pick like something shit. Yeah, exactly. I, I, to be honest, if I could pick up two premium packs and say a limit of five regular packs, I'd be happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Series 1, I picked up five and five premium and ten. Um, they're ten standard. I'll probably be like aiming to be in that range again, but I don't think uh, I don't think that's going to be. No, this it's option. too small. There's just no way. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I mean, like I said, you're, you're talking about fifteen, sixteen thousand packs. You know, you've got to limit it to so much. <laughs> so, uh, mm. yeah. yeah, who knows? Yeah, I'm speed reading now. No, I don't think I don't think I've got to have the answer, but. Um, we can post it later for all you that are watching. Yeah, we'll later. find out. Yeah, or Andy will tell us because Andy is always up to speed in this stuff. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, that's the big news from this week. Uh, we have managed to go through our hour. We've actually got more than an hour. That's pretty yeah. impressive. Um, that's <laughs> thanks to our guest appearance from Strikeouts and Seltzers. <laughs> to get over the hour, uh, the podcast within a podcast. So yeah, if, there, if there's a hard seltzer you think we should try next, then reach out and let us know. <laughs> I'm actually curious if somebody would and actually say, "I recommend the seltzer." Let us know, and uh, we'll get some. Yeah, that... I, I'm supposed to be getting some some from Fuzz. So we're... oh no way! Is that... <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm supposed to get a huckleberry flavored one. This is this is going to become a thing. That's kind of funny. <laughs> it really, it really is a thing. We just got to find a sponsorship for us. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm down with the alcoholic sponsor. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah, I, I don't know how far we get in the UK with that. I don't think they're allowed to do it anymore. But uh, whatever. <laughs> 
Uh, any any monetization is good monetization. We just have to set up our uh, our our, uh, our stream in America. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'll need to start streaming from the Cayman Islands or something. I'll get my I'll get a VPN and we'll start streaming from the Cayman Islands. Oh, sure. um, Barbados has appeared in our in our Spotify statistics. Ooh. So we can now say we're, we're the number one UK based baseball card and hard seltzer podcast in Barbados. In Barbados, amazing. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I noticed that the other day when I was checking the stats. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. All right, that's pretty cool. We we'll need to we we'll need to find our fan over there and go and pay them a personal visit. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> we'll put that in the expense report down and just go to. Absolutely. Yeah, it's networking, man. We can write it off as a business expense. Absolutely, I'm down with that. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, we shall round it up for this uh, for this week, I think, there, um, Jason. So thank you very much, as always. Um, this week's episode will be available as a podcast uh, from Wednesday at 9 p.m. UK. Uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, thank you very much. Uh, give us those uh, those good old Apple ratings. We do like an Apple rating every now and again. So if you don't mind taking that minute to give us that five-star rating and tell us you love us very much, or indeed... Drop us a drop us a, rec- a hard seltzer recommendation in your in your Apple Podcast review. There Ooh, we go. Yeah, that should be what we, our thing is now. That should be our thing. Yeah. Yes. So if you're listening and you like the show, tell us your favorite yeah. hard seltzer. Favorite hard seltzer and, and uh, as a, as a review oh. on Apple Podcast. There we go. We're gonna, oh, oh damn, that's a new gimmick. We're gonna have to remember this and do one every week yeah. now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So and, and if you don't like hard seltzer. Tell us you don't like hard seltzer. That's yeah, fine too. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. We we, we won't shame you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, but if we show up on the Apple Podcast ratings. We'll know who you are. <laughs> we know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Know, I can. I can almost hear Drew typing away already about uh, about about his love for hard seltzer. Exactly. We're a bunch of fannies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Most likely. All right. Awesome. Thanks very much, everybody. Uh, we'll leave it there for this week. Uh, we'll be back again live next Monday at uh, 9 p.m. And like I say, this episode will be out as a podcast from this Wednesday. Awesome. Jason, thanks again. Cheers, guys. And uh, if you're interested in Scottish baseball, we're into the the Scottish baseball championship round here. It's the Caledonian Cup there. So if you want, check out my other podcast, which is Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock. And we'll be in a roundup of last weekend scores. And, of course, talking about the cup games that are going through uh, to the end of this month there. So, um, we finally thought it was maybe give a shout where it's the end of the season there. The guys can use a bit of a plug. So, yeah, so check in Ball Caps and Bagpipes, which is, of course, another podcast. And uh, everyone else, I'll see you next week. Yeah, I can heartily recommend it. It's usually a pretty great listen. Uh, and, yeah, good luck to the teams who have uh, – who well, all the teams have made the playoffs, right? Uh, everyone's in the Caledonian Cup, so both mm-hmm. of our teams have gotten a bye. So – so it oh, should be good. did Emra finish one too? They did finish one too. That's why I was trying to get everyone to go to the game because that game decided who got second place in the league. Ah, damn. Okay, there we go. Uh, should have so pushed yeah, harder. You should have done. Yeah, I completely am annoyed that I forgot about it now. We totally could have done that on Sunday. That'd have been that'd have been a pretty good afternoon out. And yeah, I could have charged my car at Tesco. You're right. <laughs> next time. We next time. Know. Next time. That's right. All right, great. Thanks a lot, everybody. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Stay safe. Uh, and Jason, I will see you next Monday night at 9 p.m. UK. Take care, everybody. Bye.